0: time for our spotlight on crude. Anne Slattery's with us, industrial senior analyst at RSMUS. And good to see you. Thanks for being here. So the talk is really about the price caps. What was announced and why does it matter?
1: Yep. So on Sunday, they announced kind of a second part to December 5th price cap on crude oil. So this price cap will cover um, all oil products shipped out of Russia Seaborne and those that are both sold at a premium to crude oil and at a discount to crude oil crude oil. So the spotlight really is on diesel. So all eyes are on diesel because as you know, you know Europe really relies heavily on Russia for their diesel imports. Over half of the diesel imports into Europe come from Russia. So they'll have to replace those volumes, which is something everyone is kind of paying attention to.
0: And so the December 5th, um, that deadline and the caps that were announced at that time, I felt like there was a lot of anticipation up to that day. I remember talking about it in November, December 5th came. Um, What kind of reaction would you expect now going forward based on the reaction that we didn't really see too much of a reaction in December?
1: Yeah, so, you know, as you know, the purpose of the price caps is to put a dent into the revenue that Russia's getting from the energy market, Um, but what that's resulted in is really a a large reshuffle of energy and oil supply markets. So, you know, Europe and the G7 countries have to get their products and their oil from somewhere, and Russia is going to put it somewhere. So what that looks like is a reshuffling of supply chains. Um, and we expect to see that again with the oil products, specifically. It diesel.
0: almost feels like, you know, it, I won't say cheating, but you know, it feels like the runaround, right? Because if, if oil's going to go to Turkey and then it's going to go to Europe, I mean, right? I mean, they're still getting right. in your in your notes. You said they're still getting Russian oil,
1: right? So they're still using Russian oil. It still does achieve some of the, the purpose of the sanction, which is to put a dent in their revenue. So, you know, they are offloading oil to Asia at a, at a discounted price and transport costs will be higher. You know, it's more complicated to do these workarounds than it is to just follow the already established supply chains. Um, right, right. So in that sense, some of the purpose of the sanction is being accomplished. But long-term production-wise and, and, a, and a large impact that some speculated that it would have on the market just hasn't come to fruition at this point. It hasn't materialized. Yeah.
0: Tell me about the prices of oil. I mean, for example, there was a time where we had this disparity where diesel, not that long ago, was higher than regular gasoline. Um, That was unusual. It wasn't long ago we had oil above $100 a barrel. Um, Now we just were just around that 70 mark, a little just above that, but we've been moving a little bit higher. Where more, someone I asked yesterday said they saw $80 coming up. Where do you think it's headed and what are you watching for? So, you know, the markets are
1: actually pretty balanced right now in terms of supply and demand. Uh, demand is pretty strong. Supply is tighter, but but we're still making it with the supply that's coming out of the market. You know, if you look at the two outlier liars, it's really what is Russia's reaction going to be? Could there be a retaliation from Russia in store? And what is China going to do? So those are the two kind of big elephants in the room that everyone will be watching to see if there's going to be a big swing in prices. You know, those are the two big factors. Other than that, we really see more stability coming in the market, you know, prices between 75 and $85, just because it's been balanced for a while and OPEC hasn't made any large decisions. And, and output in the U.S. is steadily rising. So, again, definitely watch what Russia, how Russia will react to this new round of sanctions. And, you know, we're waiting to see kind of what China will do in terms of reopening. Lots of speculation there. Um, but those are the two main main factors,
0: right? Understood. Um, you know, U.S. output's rising. I do think about the strategic petroleum reserves. Um, is that something that you focus on at all, and the replenishment there? Well, I think it's important that
1: you know our view is that it's important that the U.S focus on replenishing those reserves before looking to you know exporting to meet increased demand from Europe. We look at, you know, what are we going to do in terms of energy security in the US and how are we gonna, how are we gonna make sure that we have those petroleum reserves in case of an emergency still down about 50%? So, you know, those reserves haven't been replenished yet. So it'll be important that the US focus on you know investing in domestic oil and gas production and, and keeping some of that production here in order to um increase energy security and, and replenish those reserves.
0: And great to see you. Thank you so much. Ann Slattery, industrial senior analyst Thank at you RSM. Call. Nice to see you, Ann. Thanks.